Hello guys, welcome back to the G Show. Thank you guys for any new listeners who are tuning in. And I'd love to see my family, the G Show family, get even bigger than it is already. So please tell your friends and family about the G Show, and I'd love to spread some more joy to people. In this episode, we'll be talking about NHL news and surprises, NBA news, and some NFL regulations. So yeah, guys, let's get into the G Show, and hope you guys enjoy it. All right, guys. So, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, we're going to be talking about some NHL surprises that's been going on, some NFL news regulations, and some NBA news that's been going on recently. So, yeah, guys. First of all, I want to talk about the NHL surprises wise. The Buffalo Sabres, if you don't know, have been riding a 10 game winning streak. And Rasmus Don has been solving the problem for Sabres' greatest weakness. And it's right now, Sabres are having their way right now. And I really think this team could go all the way. As long as they do not... Um, the, if they stop playing the defense that they're playing, and they stop, they stop scoring, they will... They will Obviously, they'll stop losing. I mean, winning. But right now, they're just having that kind of year. And I think the Sabres are a real threat. And, you know, we thought they were a joke, a laughing stock of the NHL. But I think they've just proved us wrong. And I think pieces or players have really affected their season. And I think we're just looking to overlook them. And now look who they are. Number one and winning a 10-game winning streak. No one expected that. Let's not be honest. And another surprise of being going on is the Pittsburgh Penguins, who is a dominant team usually, are the sixth team in the Metropolitan Division. And that's a good division, but not a great division, with um, the Rangers and Washington Capitals being in that division. So that's, that's a tough division, but Penguins have been really struggling. And, you know, we have all this talent, and yet we can't, we can't seem to win. Why? Why can't the Pens seem to win? Well, I think we got we got Crosby got back, and if you don't know who Sidney Crosby is, he's their All Star superstar for the uh, Penguins. He is probably the number two player in the NHL not this season, but overall, considering how many games he's won. And then you got a Matt Murray at the goal ten and Avenchkin Malkin. This team is really talented, but I just don't think they have the team chemistry this year as they did like previous years. So it's kind of hard to win when you don't have a team chemistry if you're players. But I think now they're starting to click and they'll keep winning and they beat the Jets. So that's always a good thing. They beat, But right now they're losing 3-4 to the Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche are a really bad team. Usually have 14 wins already. So the NHL is having a lot of surprises this year, which I'm really shocked about. But you know what? It's a good thing. We always need to change the scenery in sports. You always want to see different teams succeed. It's not fun to watch if you see the same team win every year. So just a real good thing to see some other teams have a shot, even though I am a Penguins fan. But I cannot complain that some bad teams are starting to play well. You always need new things. Sports does well when you have new things going on all the time. And this is NHL is just a good, great example of this. I mean, who would want to tune into an NHL when you had the Penguins winning every year? No one would. 
So you have to keep it interesting. And as a Penguins fan, I can't be too mad. I cannot be too mad due to our late success. Now, a really sad thing, guys, that happened is the Wild. So yesterday, the Wild were playing the Arizona Coyotes. If you don't know who, what the Coyotes are like, like or how good they are or not, they are like the equivalent of the Browns in the NHL. And they lost to the Coyotes yesterday. Now, let's give you a recap of this game. So the Wild were up 3-1. This happened last year too, ladies and gentlemen. They were there up 3-1 against the Coyotes, right? The game's over. The Wild the Wild give up two goals. And then they give up one more goal and they bring it back to 4-3. And they take the game. How does the worst team in hockey, I think right now, beat the Wild, who are third in the Central Division. And they got the Maple Leafs in that division. So, like I said before with this team, I think the, um, that you have Zach Prezi, who's good. They pay Prezi and um, what's his name? I don't know his name, guys. I don't know anything about the Wild really too much. They pay him too much. I think they expect too much of him. And when he doesn't perform, we all get mad at him. And also Ryan Suter. He's also really good. But you can't give all the money to these two guys. You got to you gotta find someone else. I mean, they're paying him nine mil a year. That's really good if you think about it. Because I feel like the NHL doesn't pay their players nearly as well as the MLB or the NHL. I mean, have you seen what Bryce Harper or Manny Machado could be making? 400 mil? It's, it, it's insane how different it is. I mean, they're only making like 9 mil, 10 mil a year, and you don't hear about NHL contracts being huge. So, I mean, it's a lot of money for an NHL team and for the Wild to be playing, paying this guy as much as they are. It's going to hurt them in the end. I think they're starting to uh, realize that. So I think they probably need to either get rid of him. He is 34 years old. So, I mean, I think you either got to get rid of the guy because his contract's too much, or you just simply kind of negotiate because if you can't, you're not going to get anyone else like good with him, and then you're screwed. Then you'll never win. I mean, don't get me wrong. Zach Brazy is a good player, and so is Suter, but, I mean, they're paying him a Ridiculous amount of money. I mean, just Ryan Suter's his defenseman, and he's getting paid eleven mil a year. I understand he's good and all, but he's expensive player. So I don't know, guys. The NHL this year has been a real shock. I mean, obviously it's not over yet, but um. You know, just the teams that are winning, like, for example, the Knights, Golden Knights, they were the team last year. We thought, oh, this expansion team could win the Cup. And this year, the Golden Knights are not are not even close. They are terrible this year. The Golden Knights in the Pacific Division are in fourth place. I mean, 
we've almost forgot about this team because they're not playing like they should be playing. So this Knights team was like the team. I thought they were going to win the cup. I was cheering for them. I think everyone was cheering for them because I knew the Penguins didn't really have a chance. And then they lost to the Capitals, obviously, and I hate the Capitals for, with all my heart. But the Vegas Knights – they, I don't know. I just think last year was their year, and they didn't capitalize. And they're young and experienced. They get they, basically their team is made up of a bunch of players who had were picked by the Knights organization to come to their team because that's how they built their team, and they have some draft picks. So they're a very young team. And I mean, I don't know. It's just we don't. It's just crazy to me how much you can change in very little time. It's, I mean, incredible stuff for NHL, even though I'm a guys, I'm not an NHL guy. Um, I barely watch it, but I mean, I know where I'm at at least. Hockey's a really big deal, so I mean, I'm going to talk about it and give my input on it. You know, I'm not really a valid source for NHL, so if you're looking for a very valid NHL source, I'm not that guy. I'm more of a football, baseball, basketball guy, but I I know some stuff, but just not as much as the other things. So now, guys, I'm going to transfer into um, NBA. What's going on in the NBA? Curry's about to come back. If you don't know, he was injured. I think his ankle was injured, and now he's coming back. Um, not the not today. I think it's tomorrow. So the Warriors just adding back to superstar. And, you know, the Warriors are just taking over and without Curry. So with Curry, mm, it's, it's, it's just it's kind of frustrating because when, you, when you're a, a team in the West and you, and you know they're a good team, like let's say the Clippers, who I, I support the Clippers. They're number one right now, but I, I mean – when you when you get Curry back, it's just heart wrenching because you know they're not going to be able to beat the Warriors with Curry. Curry's just a different type of player with the three ball, and he does he's not the most defensive guy. But I mean, you can't guard him very easily, and you you try to double team, and that team's just a superstar team. So it's just not really working out for him. Um, other news today: some blowouts today. The Mavericks beat the Rockets 128-108. to I mean, the Rockets are supposed to be a pretty good team with James Harden and Eric Gordon. And Mavericks have Luka Donich, who's been kind of a sensation in the NBA. So, I mean, it's just all good. Good thing to see the Mavericks playing well for once. Playing against the Rockets. Mm, close one in um, Milwaukee against the Bulls. Mocky losing four four in a row, but they just won one sixteen one thirteen. Giannis Adonacupo, if you don't know, aka the Greek Freak, had thirty six points, and he averages on a daily basis twenty seven. And this guy wasn't supposed to be anything, and he, and he turned himself around, and that kind of proves that hard work does pay off at the end of the day. So yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo, if you don't know who he is, he's a Greek guy, and I like him a lot. Fun guy to watch. Thunder beat the Cavaliers. That's not too shocking. Cavaliers are like two wins. So, 
They beat them by 17. Pelicans, another dominant team, beat the Wizards. Who've, if you don't know about the Wizards, kind of fall apart. But now they're getting it back together. I mean, how can you fall apart at all with John Wall and Bradley Beal and Kelly Oubre Jr.? It shouldn't be possible, but they did. I think Dwight Howard's another issue. I mean, he's an old guy, and you bring him in and you expect something that he's not, and it just doesn't work. You get frustrated, but what can I say? Pelicans have Anthony Davis. He's probably the best player or third best player in the NBA, so nothing much you can do. But I think um, Joel Embiid improved himself to be the best center in the league, guys. Joel Embiid is the center for the uh, – Sixers, he um, only allowed 16 points to Davis, and he averages like 27. And Embiid has like 35 minutes of playing, and there's like 40-some minutes. He's 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 a superstar, and he 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 he's just a game-changer. How big he is, he can shoot the ball, defend, get rebounds. He's aggressive. He draws a lot of contact, so fouling. He causes a lot of that. And if you have that on a team like the Sixers, who just added Butler to the roster, they're going to be a tough team in the East to beat. Sixers are the team who I think are going to get overlooked in the East. But they're a real threat. So, yeah, just keep an eye on them. And I, I, Of course, I'll keep an eye with you guys on them. And then last of all, and by the way, the Sixers beat the Knicks today. I think the score, yeah, the score was uh, hold on one seventeen to ninety one, and they, I I was watching the game. I think three minutes left, four minutes left. They took out the starters. Gets the Knicks, but this is without Kristaps Porzingis. If you don't know, who he is he's he's guy. He came over from Europe, and he he's like seven three, and he, he's just a really good shooter. But he tore his ACL, so he'll be last year. So he'll be back in like January, February. So this next team doesn't really have a star on their team right now. So they're not going to be that good. And the Sixers, I mean, they destroyed them. So they even took took out their stars, like in beating Butler, like four minutes left. A real uh, slugfest. Oh, my gosh. The Timberwolves beat the Spurs 128-89. to This Spurs team has DeMar DeRozan on it. And then Timberwolves, they got rid of Butler. But KAT, who's Carlton Dallas, we don't know. He's been really playing good without Jimmy Butler. I think he really proved himself. I think that he showed that he doesn't need anybody else. And Butler said before he left that he doesn't think this team, the Timberwolves, weren't serious about winning. So he wanted to get out. But I think they are. I think you can say this Timberwolves team has, I mean, KAT, Taja Gimson, Robert Covington, Andrew Wayans, Jeff Teague, Derrick Rose. This team has players who can ball. Just let, just let them, let them do their thing. The chemistry wasn't right with Butler. I think now they have the chemistry. I think chemistry is overlooked. If you don't have a good chemistry, your team was not do well. And they're a good example of the team not having good chemistry. Like last year was the OKC Thunder. They had Paul George, 
Russell Westbrook and Kamala Anthony on the same team. You can't have that many superstars on a team. It will not work. You cannot can't have that many good players having the ball, who all want the ball. Those three are ball hogs. You can't have that on a team. It doesn't work. In the NBA, you have to be able to pass the ball. If you cannot pass the ball, your team will not be successful. And that's why the Thunder didn't work last year. And then they separated, and now look at the Thunder. They've been a dominant team. And also, if you don't know, today the Kyle Korver got traded. If you don't know he is, he's been in the league forever. He's a terrific three-point shooter. Um, and he went from the Cavs. He kind of helped the Cavs win a championship in a way from him being off the bench and shooting some threes. He got traded to the Jazz for two picks and Alex Beck. So I know you guys probably don't care, but he's a he's a good player and he can impact the Jazz and add some depth and shooting to that team. And I think they can be a good good boost to the Jazz who are not doing that well. A losing record. Um, Denzel well, um, Valentine for the uh, Bulls. I remember him seeing in uh, Michigan State being such a dominant player in college basketball. He is missing the remainder of the season with an ankle surgery. Uh, that's a real loss for Chicago because I know their their team just needs needs their players, needs their stars to be there because that team's too young to be uh, – they don't have enough veterans on that team to be winning without – Oh, my gosh. Can you believe this, guys? My friend told me about this earlier, that that Kawhi Leonard left Jordan for New Balance. Now, I got heckled for this, but I don't really see a problem with New Balance. I wear New Balance. They're pretty comfortable. And that's because I have flat feet, but they're really just a comfortable, really comfortable shoe. So, I mean, good for I think it's good for Kawhi Leonard to stick, stick out for himself and leave the Jordan brand. Nothing against Jordan or his brand, obviously, but the fact that he was willing to uh, take such a uh, risky move, I guess, but just the fact that he was willing to take the heat, I guess he was going to get for it, which he probably already knew he was going to get until get to the new balance. And I think he's going to be the first player. I think he kind of wanted his own brand. He didn't want to get overlooked. By anyone else with anyone else, so he said, "Hey, I'll go join New Balance. Someone else is going to join New Balance." So he took advantage of it and look at him now. He probably make a crap ton of money off experiencing one of his shoes. And then another news: the NBA. A couple more things is Andre Iguodala says he'll be done with his career soon. Not now. He's on the Warriors. He's a backup forward. He's a good player. I remember him though in his dominant days and really in Philly. But I think I think once you've been on that winning team for so long, it kind of gets boring, tiring. Because you already have a ring. He has like two or three at least. I mean, you don't need any more than that. He already knows he knows he's not like LeBron or Jordan, so he has nothing to prove to being the best player of all time or anything. I mean, he has his rings, he'll not even probably make the Hall of Fame for his ranks. I mean, Steve Kerr is five, and he was a bench player for the Bulls. It doesn't really mean much. So I think he's that's a smart move, like I was saying last yesterday in my podcast, how, like, if if you're not contributing to a team that well and you've already done so much, I think you should end it instead of uh, keep going. It's a real, 
real letdown in your life while you can be spending it for your kids or something. You know, I, I don't, I obviously don't know what about kids or anything, but I means being a family. And the last thing about the NBA is with Kemba Walker. He's a real shock. I mean, he's been a real solid guy for a long time, but this year he's been just really tearing it up with 27 points per game. And he's just really, really helping his Hornets team out. He was a high pick and all, but like he wasn't predicted to be as good as he is, and he was about to be traded. And I think the season's kept him where he's at. He's going to stay in uh, Charlotte because the Hornets really need this guy. He's a leader, dominant player, not scared of really anybody, can shoot the ball. And just, a, I mean, any team would be lucky to have him, and now he's playing phenomenal basketball. What a real addition. And now, now, like, news is – the only reason I'm really saying this is because he was never really known – he was known as a star, a good player. But now he's known as a superstar. That's a whole different level of player. You're on the level of, like, LeBron James or – I mean, I guess not LeBron. LeBron's a whole nother level. But, like, Anthony Davis or Carlton Towns or Curry, like, he's on that level now. And that's pretty. that's a pretty good honor, if you ask me. I wouldn't want to be known with all those names. And we're going to transition now into NFL. Now, the NFL is investigating into Eric Reed's allegation of excessive drug testing. And what the NFL does with drug testing is basically give random drug checks to players just to make sure they're not taking any performance-enhancing drugs or anything like that. And apparently, Eric Reed's been getting a lot of them. And the punishment, if you get caught, is you get suspended and fined. Um, but I think the NFL players have real advantage over, like, an average citizen because, like, if I had drugs or anything, which I don't, I would go to jail. But if an NFL player goes and has drugs, he's just going to get suspension and fine. But, yeah, players don't really like that because the NFL just does it whenever they really feel like it. So, I mean, that's just another issue the NFL has to deal with. Um, Ruben Foster just came to the Redskins. They think he'll be never down guy. He's a real talent. It's just the off-the-field issues. A lot of people in the NFL, a lot of players who seem to be really good or in any sport, seem to have some drug issues or some Not all of them, but some of them, and it really hurts them in the end. And they pay the price. And then the team doesn't. Doesn't team doesn't keep them, and the next thing you know, they're out of the league and they're forgotten. And that's why I don't want to happen to Ruben Foster. So I think he's just a real good, smart. Um, what am I trying to say? Sorry if I have to pause, I have to think a little bit. Um, he's been a real good key addition for the Redskins. I think he'll help that defense. Sideline the sideline guy, he can stop the run, he can go back in coverage, cover the tight ends. Is this what you want in a linebacker? Every team loves a good coverage linebacker. Depends what defense you play, obviously, even more. If you have a 3 4, you're going to have more backs anyway. But, you know, tight ends are big and hard to tackle. So a good linebacker of his size will do really well. And they're apparently still, um, well, not still. And the argument over in the kneeling with the anthem, um, kneeling. They're still talking about the shooting. Once I talked about yesterday about that, that, that really over the line, if you ask me. 
no no father has a right to shoot their son just because he doesn't agree with another person. So you don't pull out a shotgun on him and shoot him. That doesn't – it's not right for anyone to be doing that. It's just real, real nasty, real nasty stuff, real scary stuff. And, yeah, and yeah, it's really all I want to talk about the NFL. I mean, obviously it's a it's a Wednesday, so you can't really talk about too much. Not really much is going to be happening. And um, this coming weekend on Saturday, you guys should tune into the uh, college football um, championship games. They're going to be on um, Saturday during the day and at night, and those are going to see the best matchups from each conference. So you guys should really go check it out. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, thank you guys for showing the love, and I hope I can get some more G-Show followers and uh, show, get some more support from you guys, which I'm getting a lot, so I really appreciate it. Um, always go follow me on my social media and uh, send me some requests on what you want me to talk about, obviously. I would love to hear that. I always do love hearing some feedback from you guys. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in the G Show. I hope you guys like the mic quality a lot better than it was. And I'll see you next time on the uh, podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in.